you are listening to the Willpower Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am Will Holdren, and I talk with some of the most influential CEOs, entrepreneurial leaders, and thought leaders to try and reveal the secrets that has led to their success. I believe that with the right knowledge and mindset, you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want to learn how to change your life for the better, if you want to learn how millionaires actually became wealthy, or if you want to develop and start your own business from the ground up with the right knowledge to help you, then you are in the right place because this is the Willpower Podcast. Hey. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna, we gon' hold this down. No way How's it going, everyone? My name is Will Holdren, and I am the host of the Willpower Podcast today with a very special guest, and her name is Veronica Carrasco. And Veronica is actually an EXP realtor based out of the Texas area. So it's an absolute honor to have her on here today. So Veronica, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Will. It's really nice to be here. I'm glad uh, we finally got to meet up and, and get this done. Of course. I'm really excited for this, and uh, I like just talking with agents and kind of figuring out why they chose real estate and kind of how they got to where they are today. Um, so my first question for you is what was your childhood like and how has it helped turn you into who you are today? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> do that in a nutshell, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, childhood, um, I would say that my childhood was, uh, you know, we were middle-class, uh, and, um, always had what we, in a nutshell, I guess I say we always had what we needed. And, um, as far as what we wanted was, was once in a while, but um, our parents always definitely taught us to to always have you know the importance of of wants and needs. You know the difference. So um, right. we uh, we got by, and you know, growing up now as an adult, when I look back, I'm like, wow, like we did this because of that. You know, and um, I, I I for that reason, I feel like now I, I'm very humbled. I'm a humble person, and uh, always definitely count my blessings every day. Grateful, you know, gratitude. So um, sure. I think that's who it's turned me into is, is being a person who stays humble, grounded and, and uh, gratefulness, you know, every, on a daily basis. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And that's, that's great trace to kind of carry with you throughout your whole life. And it'll definitely help make you successful ultimately in the long run. Um, I'll help to pass, you know, pass that on to my, my kids as well, you know, so. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, and so growing up, did you always want to go into real estate? Or did you have other aspirations growing up? No, actually growing up, I wanted to do the medical field and, um, you know, for some reason it, it just turned out to be where medical field, you know, turned into dental field. So, um, I ended up in, in the dental field for a long time. So uh, I'm a, I'm a tooth person wow. uh, before I became a real estate agent. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so how long were you actually doing the dental side of things before you decided to make that switch in the real estate? And to me, it's like, I feel like that's a huge switch at the same time, right? Because obviously you're leaving like your whole compensation behind going to entrepreneurship, something where you got to work for like your money you earn. So like, I feel like that's a wild jump. So like, what made you want to do that? And how long were you you made that jump? You know, um, I guess it was, it was, I was in the, in the uh, dental field for about 20 years. And, you know, um, I worked for a dentist who, um, of course, is a, he's a millionaire. Uh, 12 years I worked for him. And he, you know, changed my aspect on, on uh, he taught me a lot about money and um, investments and things like that. And at that point is when I became interested to be an entrepreneur. Um, 
And then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and my eyes were completely open. And I was like, wow, what am I, what have I been doing for 20 years? I should have gone to school or, you know, done something else, you know? So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was extreme game changer. And at that point I became interested in real estate and, um, then I became a homeowner for the first time, like two years ago. So that's when things changed for me. Yeah. Gotcha. No, yeah, that is that is amazing. And I love that book as well, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I think everyone should read that book, just like you're Absolutely. talking about. It really kind of explains like cash flows and stuff. Cause you know, I'm I'm a sophomore in college, but I feel like one of the things they don't teach is like how to like manage your money, how to like properly make money in the future, you know. So Absolutely, yeah. And it was it was a big game changer, you know, coming from middle class, you know, it was like work hard for your money, you know, work hard for your money. And it was like work, 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 work. And then it was like, you know, we don't really have to work all the time. Like you just got to be really, really smart about what's an asset, what's not an asset and, you know, all those things. And it's amazing when you're coming from the middle class, almost poor class that it's like complete game changer when you read that book, you know? Yeah. So, it really changed your, your whole perspective. <laughs> it did. And this is where I'm at now, you know, due to that. I love it. And I also love in your story, how you weren't afraid to kind of make that mm-hmm. switch, even though, like you said, you were in the medical field for like over 10 years, which is a long time. And you're still okay to make that switch and just expecting that okay i'm not happy here i'm gonna be happy doing something else and you're still okay with making that switch i feel like so many people fall into that trap of just staying with that whole career their whole life even though they don't actually love it in the long run so uh, it's kind of cool to see that in your story how you're able to still make that switch yeah absolutely and it's it's scary it's scary you know but it's 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 the old cliche say you know cliche saying of uh you know if you're uncomfortable then it's it's a it's change you know and, and change is good you know, right. 100%. And so after you read that book, you decided to get your real estate license. Um, so walk me through it. Like, did you quit your dental job and go 100% into real estate when you started out? Or were you going 50-50? When you first started out? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, part of it was, you know, with was the rich dad, poor dad, you know, reading some books and getting a little more educated on that. And then I bought a home, like I was telling you, I became a homeowner. So when I became a homeowner um, before COVID, uh, I didn't really like my real estate agent. and I was like is this the way it's supposed to be like is this the experience that people are supposed to be having like this is an important milestone in my life like this is my the first time I'm going to own a home like did like this should be more exciting more important more I I don't know I just felt like I was gonna I was a paycheck for that person does that does that make sense like I just didn't I didn't I felt like people deserved a a, a better experience um and now was was a, was this home a rental property or were you living in this one? Um, my home, my home. Was- Very cool. And yeah, I mean, I think a lot of agents, they do come into the industry and just think that it's going to be like a paycheck. It's going to be pretty easy. So um, yeah. it, you got to be able to kind of separate yourself from those kinds of agents. But there definitely are a lot of good ones out there as well. So um, yeah, she wasn't as much as, as, as I thought she was going to be. And then my other half, you know, I kind of let her take control of that. And I was like, I kind of, she doesn't really, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is this the way the experience is supposed to go? And I just kind of, you know, went with it. But, you know, at that point too, being that I was already interested in switching fields, I was like, that's who I don't want to be, you know? <laughs> so right. I, I've completely dedicated my my real estate um, career and uh, to being not that type of agent. And also, um, you know, understanding that it's a people business. I'm in the people business for sure. Gotcha. So. So ultimately this agent, it might've been a blessing in this guy's because ultimately this agent kind of pushed you to get your license into where yeah. you are now. Yeah. It was actually the last thing right before COVID, you know, I was reading these books already and kind of getting the idea of, you know, what, you know, I kind of don't, 
want to be in this field anymore? You know, what is it that's my passion? And, um, you know, so then I decided that and then COVID happened and I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get something out of this COVID. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go and sign up and get my, my, my license. And so I did. So gotcha. got my license. And, um, of course in the beginning, you know, you think, you think, oh man, I'm going to do this part-time, you know, and now I can still work, but right. really, really got to put, you know, invest in this, this real estate stuff and get out there and, um, you know, get to meet people and, and let people know what you do. So that became something that I really just took the leap after about the first year I took the leap just to go full-time. So gotcha. here I am full-time. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so in that first year, kind of walk with you, because obviously you said you're kind of going 50 for your first year. Mm -hmm. So um, like how long did it take you to get your first sale in the first year? And like, what did your sales look like for that whole, whole year? And uh, kind of walk with you like that experience. Yeah, well, that experience, it was like, you know, you're all excited, you get your license, you pass it, and then it's like, okay, so now what's next, you know? So um, you interview with, I interviewed with a small brokerage, and I thought that was pretty much the way to go, you know, small brokerage, you know, tight knit, and, um, you know, they kind of had an okay program. When you look back now, I mean, there's definitely a lot more out there, but ended up with them, and it took me probably... Um, probably six months before I got my first one. And I was like, man, is this normal? You know, I kind of felt down to myself because, right. you know, being in a dental field for 20 years, you know, you're a perfectionist and you know what you're doing. So it kind of, it kind of blew my self-esteem down a little bit. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm good at what I do in dental field. Am I doing the wrong thing? Why am I not, you know, why is this not happening fast enough? So you, it kind of went through a stage where it was like, man, maybe I'm not doing the right thing, you know? Um, and then right. after the six months when I got my first referral, it was like, I loved the entire experience and I just couldn't deny that it was like something that I still wanted to pursue. So, um, gotcha. then after that, uh, I was like, I really, you know, on a daily, I, you know, stayed positive, you know, my affirmations, I got out there and I always told myself I was always going to meet the right people at the right time. And I ended up meeting my mentor, um, after my first year, uh, at AXP and it's been, it's been really good to me ever since then. So. Gotcha. Now, it's, I think it's amazing that, that you were able to kind of overcome those low moments as a realtor, especially in the first six months where you're not getting a deal and you kind of like are depending on this to kind of like pick up. And yeah. um, I feel like so many realtors kind of go go through that that downfall, especially you no, know, just entrepreneurs in general. And it's like yeah. it's like most of them just quit in those low moments. But it's like if you can just push past one or two of those low moments and just wait until you get that, that spark of success. I mean, look how far you've come now. You're doing six sales already this year and it's like yeah. how far like something can happen and Absolutely. i think that some people just like lose confidence and lose faith in those in those first couple of months or maybe that first year mm -hmm. and um kind of going off of that like like what would you suggest for people to kind of help them overcome like those low moments and droughts in their entrepreneurship career in order to kind of push through and just see the sunshine on the other side of the rainbow well i uh i i'm gonna say that if it's something that's been tugging at you for a while don't don't stop like it's 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 um you know i the way i see it now is i, I went through all those 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 low times just to um you know my faith is pretty strong you know and i, I always feel like it's always just to kind of mold you to, to get through those rough times you know and and be able to handle all those good things that are coming but one thing that really you know several things that really helped me was i definitely you know affirmations every day 
would really help me to, to mind wise for me not to feel a certain way. A lot of support, you know, my, my spouse was supportive. She's also in real estate. So we, we very support each other quite a bit. Family supported me always. Um, and then really meeting people like I got to meet new agents that, you know, that started at the same time that I did. And it, we really pushed each other like, hey, don't worry, you're going to get one. Like, you know, let's meet up once a week. Let's 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 study together, like do, you know, courses and um, really just I, I think just the giving up of it is um, staying positive and, and knowing that if it's really, really been planted in your heart for a while now and it's something that keeps tugging at you and you keep getting signs that, you know, don't quit, um, definitely just keep pursuing it, you know, so. Okay. Yeah. No, I think I think you you said it perfectly. And I think so many people just say the cliche like, oh, just stay positive. But the reality is like it's so hard to stay positive. And one of the things that you mentioned is that you got to really surround yourself with people that can push you to be better and push you to just keep going, even though you are in that low moment. And, um, you know, for me specifically, like I'm in college right now. And so, like, I got my real estate license. Everyone around me, like, oh, what are you doing? It's so dumb. Like, just be a college kid for the moment. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, it's like. I have my, my mentors. I'm also an EXP. So like my mentors really kind of help me out and help me stay positive. And that's like what, it, what you're talking about. It's just, they help you push through those, those low moments. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it is. So it is. And you really have to be, it's determination. Like you get up and you're like, I'm, I know I feel like I fell. I'm failing. Like those six months were like, Oh man, you know, but you really just have to get up and remember. And, and really it's your why another cliche, maybe, but your why, your why every day, you know, you know, set up yourself a couple of things as to why, whether it's your kids, whether it's your financial freedom you want, whether it's, you know, the success, what it is that you want. It's always have a why every morning. And seriously, to this day, I I, I always have a why every morning. That's awesome. You know? So, and you also mentioned you do affirmations. So I kind of want to dive into that, like, like, like kind of walk with you, like, like, what are your affirmations? How many do you have? Like, what time do you say them in the morning? And like, just all about those because a lot of people say that affirmation, but like, what are, what's the actual process of writing them down, saying them every day? Like, what do you actually do for that? Well, basically what I do is uh, in the morning, you just, of course, you know, when, when waking up, I definitely don't want a negative thought in my mind. Um, so I, I just really, honestly, I name like three grateful things that I have every morning. Um, I write those you know, at least three grateful things in the morning. I even do that with my kids. Hey, what, you know, tell me something good today. And, you know, whether it's just one thing that they name me, you know, that's something I try to pass on to them too. But, you know, uh, you know, a couple of things I'm grateful for. And then I write down my goals, you know, whatever comes to my head is like, I write down, um, you know, 38 transactions, 38 transactions this year. Um, I make 300 K a year, you know, uh, those type of things. I just write them down in the morning as I'm drinking my coffee, um, and then as far as affirmations, you know, I always listen to, um, I think it's, uh, Bob, uh, uh, somebody on the YouTube that I just kind of, pro- I'll put them on, I'll put them on the TV and I'll, it just says, you know, I am successful. I meet the right people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always positive, those type of things that, that just really change the mindset. And then, you know, before I go to bed, I usually try to do the same thing, like with my goals. Um, that way that in the morning when I wake up, they're pretty much ingrained, like, Hey, you you know, you need to make 21 calls today because, you know, like right now I'm looking at a sheet right in front of me that I posted in my kitchen that says 21 contacts a day, you know, equals three appointments a week equals 300 K a year, you know? So that's something that those, those notes are is what I want to kind of post around my house just to kind of keep me motivated. Gotcha. I love that. And exactly like what you're doing, it just goes into your subconscious mind until I'm eventually just on automatic repeat and then Absolutely, because like you take automatic actions that are just 
going to naturally take care of what your goals and what you want to do. Yeah, because um, it, once once a negative thought tries to pop in, it's like nope, nope, you know, or hey, just watch just watch Netflix for really quickly, and then you know, it's like nope, you got to make those twenty one calls because you want to make how much a year, you know? So it's it's right. it's definitely uh, it works for me. So yeah, I love it. And so you also mentioned that you write down your goals. And so I'm just curious, like in your opinion, why is it so much better to actually write down your goals instead of to, to just think them in your mind? Like what's what's the difference? Uh, for me, it's because for me, I mean, for me, they, you part, you write them down and let's just say I'm having a down day and I look at my, my journal, my, you know, my uh, journal that I have them on. And honestly, it'll, it'll lift me up. And it's like, yes, that, that is what I want. And, I, you know, and it brings back what I was feeling at that time. Um, you know, a lot of what we do on a daily is like, you know, how somebody makes you feel or how you feel. And when I read those things and I, you know, I put them down, I'm having not um, maybe so good day or, you know, a day where I'm feeling negative or something. It helps me because, you know, I, I can go through them every, you know, each page and say, yes, this is exactly what I want, you know. So okay. for me, that's what it helps. Gotcha. No, I mean, that definitely makes sense. And um, I really love all the mindset stuff we're bringing up right now, but I kind of do like go back into your real estate career for a little bit. And so, mm -hmm. um, so you were in dental and then you made that huge switch after being in, in dental for over a decade or so. Yeah. And so I'm kind of curious, like, how did you kind of change your image of how people saw you to now being a real estate agent? And <laughs> how were you kind of like generating leads just to start out? Like, what was your methods for that? Well, um, I would say that, yes, they, uh, they, it was, it was kind of hard to be in. It's like, hey, well, you know, I, I thought you were doing teeth. I thought you were going to go to dental school. And it was like, yeah, I know. I love teeth and I know them like from like back of my hand. I mean, there'd be days where patients would come in and be like, I don't think I need to see the doctor. Like, let's just, you know, you told me everything I need to know. <laughs> so. Right. That's how, but that's how I knew the dental field so well, you know, and, but the way it really started was I just started telling people that I was going to school um, for it. And then, you know, a lot of them were like, well, I thought about that or my, you know, my family member is that or, um, and then of course, you know, I knew, I knew the doctors. And so that was also, you know, a great lead source, you know, because um, they knew other doctors or had family. So um, they still work on, on those leads as far as getting people out, you know, getting my, my information out to the doctors and then really, um, really what they always say, what every probably mentor will tell you, you've got to, you've got to tell everybody what you do, even with the patients, you know, I never, um, tried to be like, Oh, I'm trying to solicit my, my, you know, my, what I do. It was just, I was so passionate about real estate that I would start talking about it. We all, you know, and it was just, I would tell the patients and the patients now they know what I do. And I would tell them I'm going to leave, you know, I was there for 12 years, so they knew exactly you know, where I was going and what I was doing. So they know that. And then of course, reach out to all my family, which they were very supportive. All my friends were very supportive as well. Uh, and then, you know, being here in San Antonio for a, a kind of a short amount of time, um, just with the social media, like I also do sports. So I don't, you know, I do soccer adult leagues. And so I tell everybody there what I do. Actually, my first listing was from a soccer uh, peer there hmm. uh, on, on my soccer team. So um, she's like, you know what? I just flipped a home and I really want to sell it. So that was my first listing uh, was just getting out there and kind of getting involved with other things, you know, getting out of the house. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so kind of fast forward in your career, what made you want to switch to EXP from the boutique brokerage? Um, I think it was, um, you know, at first, really in a nutshell, I 
always turned my head when it came to EXP. When I first came out and had my license, one of my EXP um, friends that I went to high school with tried to recruit me. And I was like, ah, you know what? Kind of feel comfortable. She's in Dallas. I'm here. Like, I want I want a hands-on, you know? And um, after I, I was in the business for almost the six months or the eight months, I started hearing how it was just a pyramid scheme, a pyramid, you know, kind of scheme. And yeah. I was really turned off by them. Really. Like, seriously, you have no idea. Like, probably all of us, it was like, we've probably gotten offers like so many times. But it was my mentor. It was the person that um, was, that had recruited me that, made everything, you know, his story, you know, he was sleeping on a couch and he didn't have any money for a long time. And he was going to give up in the business. He used to be a priest prior to, um, you know, we talked and, and he went through a struggle, kind of the storm that I was going through, you know, getting there. And, um, now the guy's selling like $17 million ranches. Um, you know, he's really, yeah, he's really into land and, and, you know, he even just sold, uh, uh, you know, a piece of land for Costco, the owner, you know, here, in San Antonio. So he's really involved with all the, the land. And I thought, you know, I also want to expand the land and commercial and, and what better to do that with a mentor like him, you know? So when we talked over, he kept in touch, you know, I even got sick with COVID. He came by and he checked on me and, and brought us some goodies and he's just a really good guy, you know? And, and the way I saw him was, um, you know, if I succeed, if, if you succeed, I succeed, we all succeed. You know, it wasn't just like, um, you know, get, you know, uh, not wanting me to succeed. You know, he wants to see me to succeed. So the more he feeds me and the more that I know, then they know the better I am and the better he is, you know? Right. No, so, I love that story. That's what I love about EXP as well. It's just the fact that it's more team oriented and the better you do, the better everyone else does. So yeah, that's yeah. a huge component. Of that. So he changed my perspective on it. Just to say, you know, four or five other people came prior to him and he, he was the one who changed really my perspective on it. So um, I'm grateful for him. So gotcha. that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, before we're on time, I have a couple more questions for you. So one, kind of looking at your future, what are some big goals that you hope to get accomplished in like the next couple of years? Big goals, like goals that I've written, I could tell you on my um, on my list are uh, to definitely get my commercials, my commercial, get into commercial um, and do more land. Um, actually have a, a land listing in West Texas that may be coming up soon. So that'll be my first ranch listing. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, expand into that and honestly end up owning real estate. So, um, that's something that, that I, that I plan on doing. I so those, those are some goals that, that I definitely write down every day. So I gotcha. hope to, to accomplish that. Gotcha. That'll be cool to see you kind of go after that. Um, and yeah. then my next question for you is what is one book that has really changed your life? I know we talked about rich dad, poor dad a little bit, but other than that one, like what's another book that has kind of changed your life? If you could name one. Um, one book that I really like, and I recommend, um, a lot of agents read it, a lot of new agents, especially when you're feeling really negative. Um, you know, and that really not just pertains to, to just real estate, but I had a, a new agent that joined with me, um, at my old brokerage read that, and she just, she messaged me the next day and said, thank you so much. You know, like, I really love that book. Um, it's called Ninja Selling. Um, that is a really good book. Gotcha. I never read that. I have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I have it. I have it right here. It's called uh, Ninja Selling Subtle Skills, Big Results. It's by Larry Kindle. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. I'll check it out. Um, and so before we run on time, is there anything else that you'd like to say? And if people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? Um, well, um, what I'd like to say is um, that you 
you know, you're going through a hard time right now. Um, it's, it's okay. It's going to pass and, um, you know, stay focused, stay surrounded by positive people and, uh, don't lose sight of, of what you want because we all deserve it. We all deserve to have what we want. So continue, which goes then, you know, and, um, as far as reaching out to me, um, well, uh, you can reach out to me at, uh, veronica.carrasco at exprealty.com. That's my email. And then um, I do have my phone number, which is uh, 432-880-1041. Awesome. <clears throat> All right, guys, there you have it. Veronica Carrasco, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Nothing that we 